we're not going to make it all roses and sunshine. I'm not even going to tell you that everything's going to work out just fine. But what I can tell you is that whatever happens, you'll be able to handle. You have the tools. You've handled tough stuff in the past. You're probably handling tough stuff right now, and you'll be able to handle tough stuff in the future. I promise you that. And I want you to have the confidence that that's true. You may not believe me right now, but I know you are stronger than you think you are. And I truly hope that this book helps you gather the evidence to show yourself that that is true. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. It's been a big week here at the Diabetes Psychologist. I published my book, Diabetes Sucks and You Can Handle It, is now available. And I'm so excited to be able to share this book with you. I've been working on this book nonstop for the past year now, and it's been a labor of love. And I can't wait for you to learn all the skills that I am going to present to you in this book. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to spend some time answering some questions about the book that I've gotten from my listeners and from my readers over the past couple of months. I've been able to talk about the book a lot and give you a sneak preview into the book. And uh, I've gotten some questions about what are some of the concepts in the book and how can I apply them into my life? And so to give you a sneak preview, I want to spend some time today answering some of your questions and letting you know what you can expect from the book and what you can gain by reading it. It's available right now on Amazon, as well as at my website, thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. So be sure to go and check it out. It's available both in paperback as well as on Kindle. And there will be an audio version available at some point in the summertime. So now on to the questions. This person asks, where did the title of the book come from? And that's a great question. I have been trying to write a book for the last three or four years now. And I'll be honest with you. In the process of writing the book, I couldn't quite figure out what was the message that I wanted to send. Of course, I want to talk about diabetes and mental health, but I needed a hook. I needed something to be able to guide the book and structure the book in a way that would make it really helpful for you. And about a year ago, I was sitting in my office and a patient came to see me. And he came in and he was having a really hard time with diabetes that day. And he said, Dr. Mark, today diabetes sucks. And I remember listening to him and responding to him, yes, but you can handle it. And then I stopped myself and I recognized I made a little mistake in what I said. What I meant to say was, yes, diabetes sucks and you can handle it. Those things can exist at the same time. And we talked about that and helped him to see that, yeah, diabetes is challenging. Diabetes is stressful and frustrating and all kinds of other negative emotions come along with diabetes. And sometimes we can't make them go away. However, what we can do is learn to handle them, learn to navigate the stress of diabetes so that even though these emotions are there, they don't get in our way. We're able to navigate around them with ease 
and make sure that we're able to live the life that we want, even with diabetes and all the stress that comes with diabetes, along for the ride. And it was then that I knew that that would be the title of the book, Diabetes Sucks. It's being honest, it's being raw, and it's being realistic about the real challenges that there are living with diabetes. And it also helps you see that even though that is true, that diabetes does suck, at the same time, it is possible for you to handle it. And what a revelation that can be for you and for me and for all of the people that I've worked with. When you see that you can handle something, it makes it easier to deal with. When you're confident you can handle something, it makes it even easier to deal with. But when you feel like you can't handle something, it feels like a big weight on your shoulders that you just can't shake. And it's going to stop you from doing anything that you want to do. I truly hope that the title of this book empowers you to be able to live your life without letting diabetes get in the way by showing you that it's possible for you to handle it, by helping you to put your energy in the right place, by not focusing on the things that you have no control over, like your emotions in the moment, and by focusing on what you do have control over, which is your behavior and how you handle the stress that's thrown your way. I've also gotten a lot of questions about what it means to handle diabetes. I'll be honest, I think that there are a lot of misconceptions about what I mean when I say you could handle diabetes. So let me start off by answering this question a different way. I want to start off by telling you what it does not mean to handle diabetes, because we can't understand what it does mean until we also understand what it does not mean. The first thing handling diabetes doesn't mean is that you love diabetes, that you want diabetes, or that you want anything to do with diabetes. You have diabetes, or you love someone who has diabetes, but that doesn't mean that you want it. It means those are the cards that you were dealt. I am never going to try to convince you that you should want to have diabetes or that it's a good thing in your life. Certainly, diabetes has brought you some strengths, I hope, and I hope that you can see those things. However, just like me, I'm sure that you would give diabetes away in a heartbeat. I certainly would. However, when I'm trying to help you to handle diabetes, I am not here to convince you that diabetes is a good thing or that you should want it or that it's not that big of a deal. Not at all. None of us want diabetes, but we have to live with it. And so the best way to live with it is to be able to handle it. Handling diabetes also doesn't mean that you have to enjoy anything about diabetes. A lot of people worry that if they can handle diabetes, it means that somehow diabetes will become enjoyable. And while I'm sure it's possible for somebody to enjoy diabetes, I'm not that person. And I'm pretty sure that you're not that person either. And I certainly don't want you to think that by handling diabetes, you're going to be able to find enjoyment from it or that you even should find enjoyment from it because I'm not really sure how that's even possible. Handling diabetes also does not mean that you are perfect at managing diabetes. I have a secret for you. No one, and I mean no one, is perfect at managing diabetes. I'm certainly not, and I don't know anybody who is. It's just not possible. Handling diabetes really has nothing to do with how you manage diabetes. Certainly, if you can handle diabetes, your management will improve, but that's not the goal. The goal is emotional. The goal is helping you to be able to navigate the stress and not let it get in your way. And a nice side benefit from that is that your diabetes management, your blood sugars, should be better, should be more in range. But that's not what we're looking for. Handling diabetes is not about perfection. 
It's about being okay with not being perfect. So now let's talk about what it means to be able to handle diabetes. When you can handle type 1 diabetes, you're willing to be uncomfortable and take action anyway. Diabetes is challenging, and it's going to cause you discomfort. It's going to be not fun emotionally sometimes. It's going to be not fun physically sometimes. It's going to be uncomfortable. Of course, you want to be safe. You never want to do anything that's going to put you at any kind of risk. However, just because you feel uncomfortable does not mean that you are at risk or that you're in danger. All it means is that you're uncomfortable. And if you can handle diabetes, you're able to be uncomfortable, because that's going to happen, and take action anyway. Diabetes is going to throw you curveballs. And when you can handle diabetes, you take those curveballs with grace. You know they're coming, you're prepared for them, and you know that you can handle whatever diabetes throws your way. They're not surprising to you, not at all. And when they happen, you deal with them, you handle them, and you move forward gracefully without letting them hold you back, and without holding on to any of the challenges that they may have caused you in the moment. Part of handling diabetes is having the ability to stay present. I talk a lot about mindfulness, and that's exactly what mindfulness is, being able to stay present. So when you can handle diabetes, you can be present in the good stuff as well as in the challenging stuff. You don't run away from it. You don't try to avoid it. You stay present with it. And when you're present with the stress of diabetes, you can handle it. Another thing that I talk about a lot in the book is how we need to let go of control with diabetes. There are certain things about diabetes that you have the ability to control. That thing, actually, is your behavior. You have the ability to control how you behave. I recognize this can be a tough pill to swallow because we want to control so much more. However, controlling everything with diabetes just isn't possible. And the more we think we can, the more our frustration builds. We have the ability to influence things. We have the ability to behave in a certain way and influence the outcomes of our blood sugars and of our emotions, but we can't control them. And a big part of handling diabetes is recognizing that and accepting that and being okay with it and stop trying to control things that we don't have control over. The more you try to control things that you don't have control over, the more frustrated you get. And the more frustrated you get, the more the stress of diabetes weighs you down. You probably don't want to hear this. You probably want me to tell you exactly how you can control the stress of diabetes, just like you want me to tell you exactly how you can control your blood sugar. But I really wouldn't be doing you any favors by telling you this is possible, because it's not. Handling diabetes involves recognizing what about diabetes you have control over and what about it you don't and being okay and comfortable that you don't always have control. In the book, I talk about ways that you can let go of control. And the first one is, identify all the ways that you try to control your experience with type 1 diabetes. For example, do you ignore it? Do you not check your blood sugar? Do you not take insulin? Or do you not give yourself injections or pull out your pump in public? Maybe you keep diabetes a secret. And don't tell people in your life, at work or at school, that you have diabetes. Or maybe you pretend like you feel great when really you don't feel well at all. These are all ways that you grasp the control of your emotional experience with type 1 diabetes. 
After you make this list, you have to ask yourself, how well are these strategies working for me? Are they accomplishing what I want them to accomplish? And if the answer is yes, then by all means, go all in. But my guess is the answer is no. You may feel glimpses of control sometimes, but you're not able to get control of these things because they're just not controllable. And there's a big cost when you keep on trying and aren't successful. You're spending your time, you're spending your energy, you're spending your effort on an endeavor where there's no chance of success. And you're losing out on a lot. Think of where you could spend your time and energy and effort in other areas where you can have success and how spending your time and energy where you can have success is impacting you. How is it impacting your relationships? How is it impacting your work? How is it impacting your everyday quality of life? I know this can be a scary question to ask yourself because the answer may not be what you wanna hear. But shining a light on the answer and seeing reality for what it is, seeing the cost that you incur for trying to have control in your life can be eye-opening. And it can be a great strategy to get you to a point where you're willing to let go of control. Yes, it will be scary in the beginning and probably scary as you move on. But when you let go of control, you're able to gain a freedom and flexibility that you haven't had before. You get your time back, you get your energy back, and you'll be able to focus on the things that are really important to you in your life and things that you can have success with. Another question I got recently about the book is if the goal of the book is to help you change your mindset about diabetes. And the answer is yes and no. Let's start with the yes. I teach you strategies in the book to help you change your mindset around diabetes. How you think about and how you approach diabetes is critical to how you feel about diabetes and critical to how you're able to handle the stress of diabetes. If you think diabetes is going to be hard, it will be. If you're not honest with yourself about how hard diabetes is, you're not doing yourself any favors. And so having the right mindset around the stress of diabetes and having a realistic mindset around the challenges of diabetes is critical. However, having a good mindset is not enough. If your mindset changes, but your behavior doesn't change, then my question to you is this, what difference does it make? Your ability to handle the stress of diabetes is both in your mindset, but maybe even more importantly, in your behavior. And my goal for the book is for you to use your mindset as a lever to be able to change your behavior and to be able to lead with action. Lead with action is a term that I came up with that means you put your desires and your intention to behave in front of your emotions. We know that our emotions hold us hostage. They tell us what we can and can't do, and we believe them. And I want to flip that on its head. When you read the book, I want to help you to see that your emotions don't have to hold you hostage because you can handle your emotions. You can handle the fear. You can handle the stress. You can handle all of those things and take action anyway. Handling stress means being able to tolerate it and not let it get in your way. And when you're able to do that, then you can behave differently. If your mindset changes, but your behavior doesn't, I'm not sure you've gotten to the end goal, which in my experience is for you to be more free and more flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes, to be able to do whatever you want, even with the stress being there, and not let the stress get in your way, but be able to hold it and deal with it and handle it with ease. Another question I've been getting recently is, this all sounds great 
in dealing with a run-of-the-mill stress of type 1 diabetes. But what happens when I get a real big curveball thrown at me? What happens when I experience a complication? Or I have a severe low? Or I end up in the hospital with DKA? How can this book help me with those really tough situations? Let me start by saying, I truly hope that you never have to deal with any tough situation with diabetes. However, I also know that for some of you, that's not going to be the case. Things happen with diabetes. They've happened in my life and they'll likely happen in your life. And they will be challenging. But the basic concepts we talk about in this book for handling the stress of diabetes apply to the tough stuff here. I always suggest to people that they get a good, firm grasp of the basics before they have to deal with the tough stuff. Because this stuff takes practice. You won't be able to just read this book, put it down, never look at it again, and be good to be able to handle the stress of life with type 1 diabetes. It doesn't work that way. The tools I teach you need practice. You have to work at them, get used to them, and engage with them. And if you do, I have no doubt you'll be successful. But it takes time. When diabetes throws you a curveball, it takes time as well. But when you have a firm grasp of the basics for handling the stress of type 1 diabetes, you can apply those skills to anything diabetes throws your way, no matter how tough. Again, we're not going to make it all roses and sunshine. I'm not even going to tell you that everything's going to work out just fine. But what I can tell you is that whatever happens, you'll be able to handle. You have the tools. You've handled tough stuff in the past. You're probably handling tough stuff right now, and you'll be able to handle tough stuff in the future. I promise you that. And I want you to have the confidence that that's true. You may not believe me right now, but I know you are stronger than you think you are. And I truly hope that this book helps you gather the evidence to show yourself that that is true. I truly hope that I've answered your questions and also that I have piqued your curiosity around this book and that you want to learn more. To buy the book, you can go to amazon.com and search for Diabetes Sucks and you can handle it. Or for my name, Mark Heyman, M-A-R-K-H-E-Y-M-A-N. You can also go to the diabetespsychologist.com forward slash book for more information as well as for a link to buy. And that does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, share it with a friend, send them a text or an email with a link to this episode, and also a link to buy the book. That helps me get the word out about this podcast and the book and helps me help other people with type 1 diabetes. I always love hearing from you guys, so please feel free to send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. Let me know if you have any other questions you want me to answer about the book or if you bought the book and read it, what you think about it. I would love to hear your feedback, good, bad, or ugly. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. 
For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Thank you.